episode 111 of the bad taste video podcast i am mike i am here with the uh i guess like the chris poland to my dave mustaine anthony Pacini. <laughs> what is up anthony Hello. and we have our man back from the dead people really thought that you passed on man it was really, really fucking yeah it was crazy I mean, uh, uh, yeah, give it give it a week or two. We'll see how things go. Yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't have buried me. I'm not dead, <laughs> or I wasn't dead. What is it? Wait, I shouldn't have buried from, me. from fucking Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, Grizz is back with us, yeah. and he is back for quite the film. Uh, something kind of different than what we usually would do, right? Mm-hmm. I would say this is uh, a little bit. Mainstream Mike is, is the major. Is this the biggest <laughs> movie we've his done? His ears are tingling. Is Big this up. The biggest Somewhere. movie we've done. This. Think about it. Is probably yeah, because yeah. in the seventies, this was literally the highest grossing film until Star Wars yeah. came out. Yeah. So, I would say this is the biggest film we've yeah. done, unless we do Titanic at some point. Did you say Titanic? Yeah. Well, I said I said until we do <laughs> Titanic. Yeah, Eventually, we'll run out of movies. Hold <laughs> I, I got to double check. I made a reference to that the other day. If Billy Zane did Titanic before or after Phantoms, because I really hope on the set of Titanic he was bragging about Phantoms. Uh, or the Phantom, I'm sorry. Ben Affleck, you're the bomb in Phantoms, dude. Not Phantoms, I'm Phan- sorry, when he was in the Phantom. Phantoms like a motherfucker. But I, I, just, I always have it in my head Billy Zane, like, oh, what are you doing at this movie? Oh, you know, I'm, I'm playing the Phantom. I wish What's I wish this movie had a young Billy Zane in it. No, oh, that's not for a while. Every movie no, should have that's that's not, not Back to the Future. Future not man. Back to the Future. Not the Future, man. He uh, was in all of them. We can do this the easy way or the hard way. That was him in the second one. What? He went when when they when Marty comes goes back to the future and Biff has everything over. All of his goons are the same guys. So when they knock him out to bring him upstairs, remember oh, you, yeah, the yeah, one that yeah. says we could do this the easy way or the hard way. That's Billy Zane. Oh, Still, man. we can do awesome. that the easy way or the hard way. Demon Knight, my man. I love him, man. Fucking what was he in the Dope Show music video? Also, yeah, he's in everything. Right? Come on, really? Was he really in that music video? Yeah. Yeah, he's in the he's in the limo with Marilyn Manson. Oh, right? that's I think awesome. he wore a wig he would for be. a while too. Yeah, dude, Billy Zane, fucking awesome. Also, very similar in uh, appearance to the guy from, what's that song? Uh, oh, man, I can't think of it. One Hit Wonder, late 90s. Uh, radicals? Shit, it's New Radicals. Yeah. Yeah. New radicals. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that record is great. Record is I knew it, good. dude. Don't let go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think know who else is in that. I think there was um, I forgot, I forgot what her name was. Some, I think was it Teenier Others. I think Teenier Others. Oh God! What? I'm not kidding. I, there was like some girl from some 80s sitcom that was on that in that band. Isn't that weird when people are like, oh yeah, do you know this guy was like in this band? 
uh, who was it? Uh, Chevy Chase, like, was jamming with the dudes from Steely Dan when he was in college. People were like, oh, Chevy Chase played drums for Steely Dan. <laughs> like, no, no, he didn't. It's like, no, he didn't. He, he did right? it? Is that is that not true? No, he didn't fucking play drums for Steely Dan. That's just going to blow my fucking no, mind if that no, was true. No, dude. He fucking played in a band with the two guys. And then, like, they were in a bunch of bands, and then they started Steely Dan. It's like, it's like the like, Kevin Bacon, like, you know, connection of, of band playing, like, seven separations of, of being in a band yeah. together. Yeah, well, that's, no, that's fucking I, easy. I'm wrong. It's not Tina Yard. It's Danielle Bar- Barbosis. Who? She was in... I'm looking at right now. You're, you're stretching it right now, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's, a, it's a well-known show. It's a well-known okay, show. Okay, okay. I'm just trying to get to work with Wikipedia. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So while Anthony looks... All in the family. She oh. Was, she, oh, she was the daughter. The daughter, um, the one that... Yeah, okay, I believe the only one that watched All in the Family. The, the, <laughs> the, adopted, kid, the adopted daughter. I'm yeah, not really a, a fan, man. Yeah. <laughs> My grandpa loved that show. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the same thing without the, without the TV. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Remember, oh, I'm not even going to bring oh, it up. I know what episode you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, this week we watched Jaws, the 1975. Is this a horror film? Uh, yes. Would you say I, it's I a guess. horror film or yeah. is this an action adventure film, as some no. people would say? I always put like these animal horrors in their own category because it's like not quite horror, yeah. but it's, it's got sci-fi. elements, you know? Would you say this is like adventure horror, maybe? Yeah. Could that be like a thriller? thriller? Oh, oh hey. there go. Yeah, there you Send go. Send me a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> this was released on June 20th in 1975. So this one was released Same. perfect time, right? Uh, the yeah. kid's just getting out of school. Summer's fucking, you know, starting. People are going to the beach and you release a movie about a killer shark. Isn't what that timing? insane? Uh, that, it, that came out in what seventy five? Yeah, they shot this in seventy three because the, the before the rider strike. No, seventy four. Well, no, no, they had to start in seventy three. They had to start. Principal photography May oh. of seventy four. Oh, I thought I thought it was seventy because the yeah. rider strike. I thought they were rushing. No, well, no, because the book came out in seventy four. Yeah, okay, there, you're right. And they bought the rights though in seventy three. They were rushing because I, I was reading too that they had to like. The guy was writing stuff as things were being shot because they were worried about the strike, whenever that was, before or after. I forgot what it was. There were, there, there was like a time thing where they were, there was a time constraint on what they were doing because they needed a rush production that affected everything on this movie. Really? Yeah. I didn't. Oh, I didn't see that anywhere. Yeah, there was a whole. I forgot the whenever what year the strike was. You're, maybe it was '74 was a strike, but they were rushing it because they were worried about the repercussions, basically. So this was directed by Steven Spielberg, Anthony's favorite director of all time, because he directed uh, E.T. Well, E.T. was E.T. was great. We also directed one of my favorite episodes of Columbo. Okay, that gets, wait, are you fucking serious? Yeah, he directed one. <laughs> he, I think he directed the second episode in canon of Columbo. Yeah, and co-wrote. What? I, yeah, I think you're the first thing. person I've ever heard say what? my favorite episode of Columbo. <laughs> okay, listen. Every, let's just get this out. Everyone in the fights fight me about it. Peter Folk, yeah, he was Columbo, but did some of the best independent film work you've ever seen in the 70s. So I had this, uh, like, image of you now just sitting around watching All in the Family and fucking Columbo. (laughs) Anthony's a 70-year-old man. (laughs) I don't know if you guys know that. John Cassavetti, who's one of the best independent filmmakers ever, he used Peter Folk in, like, all of his movies. So that's why people know him as Columbo. He's also just a great actor. 
but yeah, Spielberg. Yeah. Spielberg's not my favorite director, by the way, everyone. Okay? Yeah. yeah. We all know. know it's Abrams. Like, okay. We all know it's Rob Zombie, okay? Yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah no, that's Gris. Yeah, yeah, we had to put the... Uh, I appreciate the, uh, the shout out last week. Yeah, the shout out to yeah. Grizz. He was in our in our hearts last week. I was trying to get a cameo. He's not on there. I was like, would it be great if we said Grizz a cameo? From Rob Zombie. <laughs> I yeah. find him. Nah, he's too cool. too cool for that. Nah, would have made cool. my fucking week, dude. So this had a $7 million budget, apparently. Right? Went over. Don't matter. Because it's opening weekend. Crush. It, uh... Well, it made a little over $7 million in its opening weekend, and it was released on about 450 screens, which was pretty large at the time. That is a hu- that's a huge opening, yeah. you know? It's a major motion picture. Yeah. But the whole thing is, this movie grossed worldwide the highest grossing film until Star Wars. That's insane. The, the, like, I know we're, we, we, we're going to go depth about the production, but the production process on this movie, it, there's documentaries about how yeah. astronomical and how much issues, like, Spielberg, like, I feel gets, like, a rap, like, a rap nowadays is just doing a lot of whimsical movies, but this is fucking some hardcore, like, crazy shit nobody should ever deal with ever you know yeah he had like ptsd from the filming yeah dude like still he said in i mean he's probably fucking around but he's like oh i still have nightmares about this i have a little trivia nugget about the the shark design (laughs) later that will 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 would go why why but i'll let let you do okay okay (laughs) the new is coming Nugget. It's a big nugget. It's a, a, a nugget. Nugget. Nook, nook and nugget is nugget? something like, you eat. I wasn't well, sure what you was saying. It was, it was, it was the it's, nugget it's, or the nugget. It's it's it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a delicious uh, a fact. Yeah, it's <laughs> a it's a morsel of information. What, what uh, nook, nook and crannies? Is that is that is that? that no, nope, nope, that has nothing to do with that. <laughs> Wrong direction. <laughs> so this was filmed in Martha's Vineyard. Um, it, it does. Would you say this looks like? Yeah, yeah. Because it's supposed to be in the book. It's supposed to be Amity, Long Island, where we, Anthony and I, live probably about fifteen minutes away from Amityville, Long Island. Yeah. You know, Amityville Horror. Yes, the I same was trying place. to figure out some details. The book that. is is on Long Island. Yeah, I know that. But I was wondering if Amityville was one place, and they split it up into like Amity Amity into Amityville, and there's also Amity Harbor. So I was wondering if it's, te- if it's, it's probably more like Amity Harbor, Harbor, which is yeah. literally right next. It's literally, it's like, it's like a cross. It's weird. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, you got to take a ferry very... to get there? No, no, no <laughs> dude. We live on, a, we live on an Island. We got to pass a couple of Wendy's. Oh yeah. Forgot. <laughs> two 7-Elevens and a Wendy's and some VFW yeah. hall. You're in Amity Harbor. Uh, also another Long Island connection to this. Quint, the character is based on somebody who lived out in uh, Montauk. Where I want to live one day in like a small house on the yeah. edge of a cliff. This. I know. I'm I making know. the money sign right <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. would think you would go there. Like it costs that much to live here. I'm oh like, yeah. I just but, assume yeah. all you guys on Long Island are rich. So no, no. We're just like the we're general, struggling. you know, idea people have when they okay. Think. So if you're outside of the area, I think that's no, what people so think. this is this is the whole thing with Long Island. Oh. He's gonna break you go it down. Out east. No, yeah, yeah. Careful. You go, you go Easy. out east. You go out east to the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. All rich people. 
mostly. There's a, there's still some like lifers out there that have yeah. that have been there forever. The Hampton Bays but is very split. Mostly yeah. you have money if you're all the way out east yeah. like that yeah. in those areas. Then you have places like on the north shore of Long Island that's also yeah. very rich. The south shore, some places there's little pockets, but mostly like where Anthony and I grew up, it was all like lower middle class. Like it was all white trash where I grew up. Like it wasn't until recently that it's really, uh, uh, you know, people are spending crazy money to live here. What the I tell people that are not around here. <laughs> yeah. What, what I tell people that are well, not around that, here. Well, well, I don't even, I would, is that still gentrification? When the, when like the meth heads still have the house, <laughs> no. it's just worth $500,000 now. Worth I tell, when, especially when I used to tour a lot, when people were like, oh, Long Island is like super wealthy. I'm like, but it's like everywhere else. There's like the very rich areas and there's the non, like non-rich areas. It's like, it's, they're just, they're just, it's, it's so condensed here because it's an island. People yeah. just think like, no, it's like everywhere else. There's like, like super rich areas in Oklahoma and there's not so rich areas in Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, yeah. I yeah. don't know why I use Oklahoma as a reference, but I'm just, <laughs> just using it as, as Anthony yeah. used to go to Oklahoma all the time for work. I did. I did. He worked at the Oklahoma. mega church. Oh right? my God. No, please, please. This is more, more, more terrifying than this movie. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, I think can number three, six and seven are out. Yeah. Why don't you, why don't you pray to your God to fix it? I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> the pastor was so nice to me. And then he, Try to sue my uncle's company. <laughs> Roy Scheider plays uh, Chief Brody. He was in Jaws too, right? Uh, I do. You, you guys familiar with Jaws two and the sequels? Two was Quaid, was Dennis Quaid in two or is that three? Dennis Quaid wasn't he in one of them? Uh, two or three? Yes, Dennis Quaid was in three. Three. I was yeah, thinking of Randy like, Quaid. Randy Quaid. No. <laughs> two is the revenge, right? Yeah. Two is the revenge. Uh, yes. The sharks can have revenge. Two, oh yeah, yeah, they can. One and, <laughs> one, one and two are very similar, right? They have yeah. a similar vibe. Three takes place in a uh, like a Sea World type environment. Yes, that's what it was. And that's it was it was filmed and released in three D. So you know, Jaws three D. That's pretty classic. You know, Friday the Thirteenth. Part three, they did that 3D, of course. Uh, then there's part four that has Michael Caine in it, right? Super Taff Film Club did an episode on that. You should listen to it. Very interesting uh, seeing him in such a shit movie. And then, you know, you know Michael Caine now as fucking Alfred. And, <laughs> shit well, movie indeed. He's, he's Nolan's guy. Yeah. But they did end up making a video game off that one, though, yes, right? It was part that. four that that game came out. Yeah. Uh, I think Mark Hamill was either Mark Hamill did the voice of the uh, the shark. I was gonna say it better be the shark. (laughs) I remember there's some connection to Jaws three and Mark Hamill. I think really. I think he was. I think maybe he was supposed to play what Dennis Quaid was supposed to play. There's some connection where he had a part written or something, and he was like. "Ah." I wish it was Randy Quaid now. Oh, after Randy. thinking about him, oh my I would God, love right? to see, full. <laughs> I would love to see Randy Quaid in every role in that his crime. Fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, we have Robert Shaw's Quint. Apparently, he was drunk the whole time. Oh, yeah. Right? Amen. Insane that uh, you were able to get away with that back then. He would just have a few drinks and then be like, "All right, let me roll," and then completely bomb all the takes. I'm like, please, man, let me just do it again tomorrow. <laughs> Then they would set up the next day and he would fucking nail it in one take. It's like, dude, come the fuck on. <laughs> I love that. Fashion. <laughs> the best thing yeah. Ever. 
They said he was like super nice when he was sober, but when he was as soon as he had a drink, he was a son of a bitch. Ah, reminds me of someone close to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he don't listen to the podcast. Uh, Richard Dreyfus. Uh, he plays Hooper in this. Very uh, punchable face. And right? from what I understand, a real life son of a bitch. Come to speak yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. don't like him. I don't know. He's yeah. got he's got there's something about him. Yeah, he does have a very punchable face. I'm really happy that they cut out the whole thing between Hooper and Brody's wife. Oh, yeah. uh, From the book. So in the the book, she's like fucking around with fucking Hooper. I like that they cut that from this. Dude, Hoop Hop and his wife would ruin the fucking movie for me. I could not do that. (laughs) Hell no. He just like registered. The delay must be long. (laughs) (laughs) So this was based on a 1974 novel by... Uh, Peter Benchley, and apparently he had the first crack at the script for this. Yes. And something I found pretty interesting is he said, like, yeah, you know, they pretty much kept the mechanics on my script. Usually the thing gets completely fucking like... But no, apparently they they, they kept on rewriting stuff, like, nights before shoots. Like, it's crazy. Dude, this film is apparently legendary... For the fact that it was a nightmare to shoot, yeah, and nothing worked out, and it was also one of the first, if not the first, major motion film like filmed at sea. Yes, which is fucking crazy I mean, that it took that long to do. Yeah, really. Yeah. There's the um the thing about the, him writing the book is that it weren't all the shark attacks based on like a 1916 shark yeah. attacks, and the issue was it's not like now where we could hear stories about sharks because like Discovery Channel and stuff. Like back then, they didn't, they, they, you know, like, like some people, like, yeah, some people were like, there was things written like, yeah, sharks can't bite through human bones. Like, no one fucking knew. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's like, so it's like they, they, we, uh, there's no lone survivor stories. There's no nothing. So it's like he writes this book about everything that was kind of coming from stuff from the early days and it comes out in the 70s. Yeah. Think about that time gap. 1916 and the 70s. Yeah, no, that's... uh, So, like Anthony said, this was based on the 1916 Jersey Shore shark attacks. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I see a bunch of douchebag sharks just floating around. Fucking... They're gonna go to... (laughs) Never mind. Uh, Grenades! Yeah, yeah. Uh... They ended up... uh, Now I lost my train of thought because I'm thinking of, like... Around like KTU <laughs> in the early '90s, all like the commercials for like I never heard of Goomba Johnny. Who's Goomba yeah, Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> like Thursday and Friday night, you would hear all like the fucking uh, the advertisements yes. for all like the clubs in like uh, Lodi, New Jersey, yeah. and all this shit. And it was all like uh, house music. TKA would be playing. George Lamont would be playing. This is this is the shit that I'm thinking about at all times. So yeah, this was based on a 1916 set of shark attacks where I believe it was a bull shark or bull sharks that attacked these people, and it actually went like upstream where it attacked people like in. You know, I don't know if it was a lake, but it was like something, you know, a very small body of water. An inlet. And at that time, that that was like shocking. And I don't think people know that bull sharks can go into fresh water. 
I was going to say, that's weird that he went into fresh water. The source material for this book was pretty crazy to begin with. Yeah. And I feel like they actually improved upon the story with the movie. Uh, the movie is known as one of the best movies of all time. Yeah, it is. Which is pretty fucking crazy. And it's funny when you said that whole thing about like it being shot at sea. From the, another production nightmare was that slowed it down so much is that they never really they 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 had a hard time shooting the horizon. Oh because yeah, because twenty miles out, things still look close. So it's like just say picture they're trying to shoot a shot and then a boat comes by. They have yeah, to wait stop. all that time. <laughs> the There's one scene in the final the final battle where they're like, we gotta take it to shore, and then they do is a quick cut and you see they're only like five miles out from shore. <laughs> it, it, it really it really must have been a fucking nightmare to do this movie. I could only imagine. And like apparently one of the boats sank yeah. and like the the fucking the film went down with the boat. Oh but they God. managed they managed to save it. They said they didn't lose any footage, but imagine having to deal with that shit too. Fucking crazy. Uh so one thing that nobody mentioned because you guys just aren't fun. <laughs> this movie spawned a Universal Studios ride. Oh, I was <laughs> I'm a little hurt, honestly. That's why I didn't want to bring it up. Because they took out that fucking ride to put in goddamn Harry Potter World. Yeah. Wait, that's what's there now? Yeah, yeah. It. Oh, what my God. blasphemy bullshit. That's one ride that should have never have been taken out of Universal Studios ever. Dude. That ride, the cue to that ride, looks like you're at home, right, Anthony? Looks oh. like looks like we're right down the block. When I went to Universal when I was a kid, it was like '92. I remember going there and like my I was too I guess I was too little to ride the ride, so my dad oh. took me to another to another area Universal, and my cousin, my mom, like there was no cell phones, I went back to go pick up my mom and my cousin from the ride. And we couldn't find them. And my cousin went to the medical tent and she fell out of the boat oh, um, shit. into a thorn bush. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, I was like, but was it, was it, was it good? Yeah. <laughs> I was joking. <joking. laughs> <laughs> that ride is epic later. as fuck though. Like the fire was, you, it's so close to yeah. you. You can feel how hot the fire was and shit. Yeah, on it. Give a fuck, oh, it was man. great. I love that Shark ride. roars, right? Yeah. The shark roars. My cousin uh. was two years older than me. Like, think about that. Like they let little kids ride that ride. I went on that ride when I was King very, Kong? very small. King Kong. Remember yeah. King Kong? Yeah. King yeah Kong? I, think I was like 10 or 10 or 11 <laughs> when I went on that shit. Dude, I can only imagine what you looked like going on that shit with your fucking mullet, yeah. your rat tail at the time, we went, right? You're probably wearing like an oversized <laughs> Buffalo Bills jersey. Yeah. Bugle Boy <laughs> shirt. In 2015. <laughs> your parents had you dressed nice, right? My fucking husky shirt. My husky uh, jeans. I went back there in 2015 and like they had all the horror stuff set up. And I guess they use like Twister as like two of the rides to do the walkthroughs. And it was just so strange because I remember being there when I was a kid and seeing like, it, literally, they just didn't like change anything. You're waiting on the Twister line on a shutdown ride to go into yeah. the haunted. And it's just so weird. And Harry Potter World completely, there's no signs of Jaws. It's literally just gone. A train station. Yep. But it was cool. It was, I'm not Harry, I know, I'm not a fan, but. It was pretty, like, pretty just like you just see a train station, then you walk past oh, the corner, man. You walk, and you go in, and then there's this whole fucking, like, yeah, guy, by Jaws. Uh, by Jaws. Is it still in Universe? Is there, isn't there one in Japan? Maybe. I think oh, there's really? one. Yeah, I think there's one somewhere. Got a new reason to go. Yeah, and I think they might still have it. Maybe. I'll bring my I cousin. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Keep my hopes uh, up. So, 
why don't we hit this trailer and get into this movie because we're already uh <laughs> gonna be a good episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go get a go get a drink. Go to the bathroom. Two parter. All right. Let's hit the trailer. Two parter. <laughs> there is a creature alive today who has survived millions of years of evolution without change, without passion, and without logic. It lives to kill. A mindless eating machine. It will attack and devour anything. It is as if God created the devil and gave him jaws. <laughs> this is Universal's extraordinary motion picture version of Peter Benchley's best-selling novel, Jaws. I just found out that a girl got killed here last week. And you knew it. You knew there was a shark out there. You knew it was dangerous. But you let people go swimming anyway. We are dealing with here is a perfect engine, uh, an eating machine. We're not only going to have to close the beach, we're going to have to hire somebody to kill the shark. Bad fish, but I'll catch him and kill him. Did you hear your father out of the water now? This shark, swallow you whole. You're going to need a bigger boat. That's a 20 footer. 25. Three tons of them. He's coming straight for us. Don't screw it up now. Don't wait for me. Now! Shoot! Give him room! They can't He's trying to run! Oh! I can't hold it! Hurry! None of man's fantasies of evil can compare with the reality of Jaws. Roy Scheider, Robert Shaw, Richard Dreyfus, Jaws. See it before you go swimming. Wow, that was a long fucking trailer. <laughs> This comes from the time before they perfected them, right? Where they just keep <laughs> fucking going on and on and on. They ruin the movie. All right, so a little synopsis. What is Jaws about? A killer shark attacking a seaside community, and it's up to three residents, well, two residents, and a scientist to stop it. 
Basically, the first part of the movie is like the setup for the shark. The middle part is kind of like the relationships of everybody and like how everybody's dealing with it on the island. And yeah, the third part building. is going and the third part is going after the shark itself. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people kind of feel that that middle part drags a little bit. It does. I fucking love it. Yeah, I love I don't this have an whole issue movie. With it either. I, 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 I'm not saying I don't like it. It does drag, but it's, it doesn't affect it for me, but it does go. Well, you don't realize that, like, it's it keeps giving you little things. Yeah, little nuggets. Yeah, like keeping <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the morsels are and bad. Then, and then once they actually go on to uh, fight Jaws or go find Jaws, it's fucking like. You're kind so of you're so pumped up now at this point from yeah. all the little things that they've given you, like you just can't fucking wait, yeah. right? There's yeah. like this like sense of like something like you know you just keep on hearing about it, hearing about it, and then when you finally see the shark again, you're like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. fuck, yeah. it's like oh, that's we what caught, we've been prepping for. Yeah, we caught <laughs> the wrong shark. Yeah. That's not the right one. There's one more. It's yeah. bigger. I've and seen this movie like, like a million fucking times since I was like a small child. And I don't think I've ever once, even when I was a kid, have been like, man, this is really boring or this is dragging for me or anything. I've always been so like captivated by this story. And like you said, all the little things that happen from, you know, start to the, the big finale are so important yeah. that if they didn't have those little things, this whole fucking thing, the whole finale doesn't have that same luster. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one thing I always wondered, and, you know, when we post this, like, please comment on the Instagram post about the movie. I always wondered if people like Anthony and I may like this movie a little bit more because this is like literally what it's like around where we live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's very like the type of people you see and all that shit, like. It's very similar to Long Island, New York. Yeah, and- that has to play a role in it, you know. But even for somebody like me, I mean, I'm not too far, you know, separated from you. I'm in Buffalo. Yeah. But it's still a very different culture compared to where you live on Long Island and where I live here. Yeah. And yeah. I, I still am f- fanatical. And I know many people in my area that are, you know, absolutely, you know, fanatical about this movie, too. I think it, it, it definitely probably speaks differently to you guys because of that, though. Yeah, do you even Atlantic Ocean, bro? Uh, I've been Atlantic Ocean, bro. I've been a couple you times. <laughs> you going to Lake Erie, right? <laughs> Dude, if you fucking dare you going fucking, to that motherfucker. You, you getting fucking fingered, Lake, right? <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> there's a there's a great there's a great pizza place right by the airport or by Lake Lake Erie. You know, really? I, I, my 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 parents used to hang out there, and they saw the. This band called the, the Oneaters there once. Oh and, my god! Um, oh, what's the name? Of the, fuck. What's the name of the pizza place? God They're doing that thing they fuck. do, right? Uh, fuck. Yeah, Chris. Palatianos. Pol- 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 <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name of it. Fuck. Oh boy. So, what do you guys think about the cast of this film? It, Every character, awesome. Yes. Even I, the kids. Yes, I think I think it was casted very well. I really think before we dive in, like before we dive in the cast, the one thing I want to talk about is just like, even though this movie had a lot of writing issues, production issues, the the basic outline of like the battle of him versus the shark versus like the town mayor, or like you know what I mean about like just like no, this is how we make money, and he's like, listen, there's not going to be people here anymore yeah. if we don't have, <laughs> and just like the you know, but this is how it's like. 
it, it, there's just so much going on that makes sense. It like it's like I don't mean it, like I may sound stupid, but it's strangely grounded to reality oh, dude, right now. It, it, it's dude. very strangely right. grounded. So yeah. this whole time yeah. that we talk about Jaws, just remember that it's pretty much like oh, a, yeah. okay, an yeah. analogy for the coronavirus <laughs> right now. But yeah. it's it's surprisingly like like you know like you know like it it's, it's it feels very grounded to a reality at some points where it's like. Like this is like Dude, probably makes sense. This Why? movie shows that like the these politicians will sacrifice you yeah, yeah, for money. Yes, for the exactly. Buck. Hell yeah. Because we do we saw this shit everywhere. We have to shut down like, the beach. Yeah, but we won't make money. Yeah, but what about the spring breakers? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, we exactly. need their money. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, now you're all dead. Yeah, you're well, that's <laughs> why this is something that's gonna be timeless because that's I another timeless man. tradition of being fucked. So this will forever speak to people because it's it's an, a never-ending cycle. Yeah, dude, this and this movie is casted so well that it it's so believable because everybody plays their character Nails like it. perfectly. Like Richard Dreyfus seems like a yuppie fucking like rich fucking asshole, right? Like he's kind of arrogant, but he's sort of nice. You know what I mean? Like he's I don't know. He's kind of what are you trying he, to figure out how old he is? He's like twenty five here. Yeah, he's young. <laughs> dude, he looks all of forty five. Yeah, yeah, he looks forty five years old. He looks very old. Roy Scheider playing uh, the he, sheriff. He is perfect. Chief. That's like the role that was made for that dude. Honestly, he couldn't play a better role. Yeah, a New York City cop, right? Kind of retired from that from that life. He says like, oh, yeah. like it seems like you're never doing anything to help right nothing ever changes but in amity one guy can make a difference yeah. right Dude, he does lorraine gary too as his wife ellen yes. Woo, she is a betty in this movie so and she didn't do many <laughs> movies after this either this was like a couple she went did a handful of things you like the glasses that's what it is right it is i'm a sucker <laughs> and then you have uh quint Right, like the Captain Ahab yeah. of the crew, and the whole scene of him in that room when they're talking about what to do, and he's saying like, "I'll kill you, shark, but you're gonna have to pay me." Yeah, dude, that is Gangster so is fucking. Fuck. Yeah, he just don't give a fuck, right? He goes, he's got a shitty hat on, right? He probably smells like fucking bleach and bourbon, <laughs> right? <laughs> when they show him like in his, uh, I guess that's his house, right? <laughs> Um, or a shop, whatever the hell it is, he's like uh, boiling the shark jaws in the same pot that he cooks in. <laughs> so you know, good. like he's like a real fucking like salty, salty dog, right, Anthony? Salty. Dog. Remember that place? Salty dog. Oh my god! Uh, everybody in this nails it. The Dude, mayor. The mayor. Yeah, I was gonna say what a douche, and he like really kills it as being a really you know in. scumbag politician mayor guy in this movie i like after the attack in the pond when they're all in the hospital where like brody like his son is in the hospital now too and the mayor's like in fucking shock right and brody's like sign the fucking contract (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna pay this man to kill the fucking shark sign the fucking contract and he's just like he he's you could tell he's like all show, no go, this guy, right? Mm-hmm. He's a politician. 
He like really can't hack it, so he's Completely like breaking down, yeah. signing yeah. the thing. But this movie has like so many levels to it in the sense, like at the beginning of the part of this movie, it's like this giant production. I don't want to like so like I guess, I guess like maybe I'll use like Wizard of Oz as like a like a scope. It's like there's all these people in there. You're dealing with this, and then the final act is just three individuals, and yeah, and it just it just it's it's done so well where you feel like they're they, even though the production is, you do feel like they're far away, and it's like. You still feel like the whole town is is bending on them. Yeah. You know? it, it, well, it, 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 it's 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 uh, it's 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 a very unique movie. Well, I you think. have Chief Brody, who's like the neutral character. Yeah. You have Quint, who's like the fucking chaos, right? Theoretically, he doesn't need to be out there. Like legally, he doesn't need to be out there. I know, dude, <laughs> he doesn't he, need to be out there. He, he, just, he wants just to be. He wants to be. Yeah. He's like Captain Ahab. He's yeah. fucking nuts. And then Hooper is you know a by the books scientist fucking guy right like a nerd not i'm not even gonna say nerd because he's not a nerd he's like a yuppie and he even says like oh like i paid for this myself this comes from a rich family right yeah and there's Daddy's that famous money. there's that famous line where like quince like let me see your hands he's like he's like oh you got soft hands right <laughs> count money your whole life <laughs> city hands <laughs> you got those chris Oh, you got of course. Them, you got them city hands. I, I don't think say. I do, but I do know a certain friend of ours who's probably got those paper soft pillowy uh, money hands. Oh, yeah. We'll get to him later. <laughs> Actually, we have something for him later. In his southern we have mansion. a surprise. Well, you'll see. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> um, all right. So, oh, wait. we One more character we need to talk about. The shark. You say the fucking oh. shark. Yeah, the fucking shark. Is, it, is this where I had to could add my uh, my my special effect nougat? Yeah, let's hear it, man. Let's hear it. Okay, so they made a lot of different. There's if you could find behind the scenes of this movie, I strongly recommend to watch the documentary. It's so much fun. Is it one, the one that's like an hour and a half long? It's so good. I watched it's that. It's so I good. It's so the they, one where Richard Dreyfus says that he had a lot of sex on yeah, on uh, so he <laughs> set. Yeah, oh yeah. no! He um <laughs> he dropped, the dropped my notebook. I dropped my notebook. <laughs> I so, fell down the stairs and my notebook <laughs> fell off. Turn the page, wash your hands. Uh, so they apparently I think there was like six or seven different shark, um, like sharks made. Like one was like a giant one that was like fully made yeah you got and, like stunt shark you and then like you got right left shark, shark and-, and but here's the thing so the the ones that need to go in the water like completely like even the fin like there was one the fins you see is just a fin attached to a rig and like it was the fin and the top of the tail like literally those so pe- those pieces with all these sharks if you get i'm trying to describe it it's like basically like a giant like a rolling flatbed with a hinge on it could, could go either way and on top of that hinge it could go like um like cockwise, or, you know, go like that, so it could have adjustments. Mm-hmm. So after dealing, we talked about it a little bit before we started recording. Was that the first special effects team had a head of, head on it? I mean, the guy that ran the department was like he was kept on getting pushed back from other people. Like, no, this can't be done. This can't be work. It's then that guy from um, from uh, what uh, what was it? Um, Twenty thousand leagues, leagues, leagues under the, the sea. sea came on <laughs> to do it. Came on to be the head guy. Because he's like, oh, we could try to do it this way and actually had answers for the team. So basically, still, they still fucked up because they tried all these hinges and stuff on land. And then they're like, great, let's ship it off to New England and start shooting. And then that's where shit 
went hit the fan again because it was ruined. salt water is was terrible ru- for everything. The, the, the filtration systems, the hinges were breaking. They were right, and there's like photos of like them in the ground with like 20 special effects people trying to get the mouth open. It's and they like it was a fucking nightmare. Apparently, I yeah, couldn't imagine water. having yeah. to deal with like early animatronics like yeah. that, like those like a giant shark animatronic in water. These were like machines, though, too. They fucking like look like like you get you like, see how big it is. Like yeah. you ever see how big these fucking things are, and like what the there was like a a picture that was in you know fucking one of the magazines, and you see like the whole internal workings and how yeah. big it looks like a fucking submarine. It really does. It looks, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Fucking, uh, I mean, what's her name there? Susan uh, Susan Backlean or whatever that girl that plays Chrissy who dies in the beginning, like the first death. Even filming uh-huh. her fucking scene, they ended up like breaking that girl's hips, and like her screaming is legitimately her in pain on that they scene. Were pulling her back and forth, right? Yeah, because of how jarring it was. And like, dude, if you like, yeah. that's not sped up and shit. That's how fast they were jarring yeah. that poor girl they around. They literally in that like scene. they like tied a rope, well, two ropes are like to her body, and we're just pulling her back and forth. <laughs> You realize how dangerous that is? Jesus. Uh, we have the movie on right now, and one scene that I always liked is when they find Ben Gardner's boat, and you, you see Hooper's boat, and it's all fucking, like, kitted out, right? It's yeah. got all, like, the top-of-the-line shit. It's got lights in the water. I've never it's seen a, a boat. Yeah, I've never seen a boat with, a with, the, with the lights in the water like that. That's for damn sure. A little scuba and hot um, pocket action. You're ready to go, baby. <laughs> he no, he's eating pretzels in this movie. Yeah, that's, that's his, right. his go-to. No, nah, he looks like he's forty. He's eating, he's eating pastrami and bourbon. <laughs> he's fucking. I, I can't get over. He like we're we're older than him in this movie. I am like beyond shocked. Look at those lights. Look at that. Yeah. Looks sick. That looks like you're going in somebody's pool, right? <laughs> Dude, what, isn't that always the best thing when somebody has like a pool that has lights, lights in it on, like yeah. that? There's a mansion in Virginia that's got a pool with lights in it like that. It's pretty nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wonder, yeah. I wonder <laughs> Boss Hog. Boss Hog owns that. Boss Hog. <laughs> uh, so Jaws was a very successful movie. And of course, with every successful movie, you get imitations. And you get people ripping off the idea and people biting the style, right? Uh, uh, biting, he, oh, dude. You know, biting. you got it. You got to take the idea and run with it. Maybe your idea will be even better. Well, something to chew on. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you had a whole bunch of other shit. Uh, Cruel Jaws, which was more of a '90s one. That's an Italian ripoff of Jaws. It's actually considered Jaws Five, maybe. Yeah. Oh my god. Or they may market it as Jaws Five. <laughs> But that movie is not very good. Uh, but there's also other things like, what's that movie? Like Tin- Tinto Era, something like that. That's a, another. I'm not, I'm not yeah, familiar that's, with that one. If you saw the tape, you would know it. There's oh, Great White. That was like a direct Jaws ripoff. But then you had other like big animal movie type things. Orca. Right, the killer whale movie. <laughs> Yo, or that orca's Anthony? orca's fucking jam. orca. The cover of that fucking movie is so awesome. It is yeah. good. I will fucking that. great cover. Yeah, everybody, yeah. everyone in this room popped. Just <laughs> would you say? Would you say Piranha is like that yeah. type of movie? Also, well, you I, I besides just movies, I think just like the Jaws theme is like ripped, like used so much in other movies, especially well, in comedies. Course. 
for like you know the satire of like the guy swimming with the fin on his back. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's such a pop culture iconic thing now that you'll see in like every fucking cartoon show, you know, sitcoms, like you're saying. So it's definitely made its mark. I don't don't think any like these shark movies though have ever ever compared to how good jaws is like they did that i've seen a couple i haven't watched all of them i watched that one open water they did a few years back what a boring fucking movie that was and it had its mags what was it oh the the mag no i couldn't (laughs) that was just uh. see there's there's one thing if it's like a like there's a bunch of silly you know like uh there's one like sharknado stuff like that yeah clown nado no (laughs) but like If it's silly for the sake of being silly, then that's fine. But Yo, some of these are just bad. Sharks. Dude, Street Sharks. Street Sharks. Get fucked, dude. Street yeah, Sharks. Street Sharks is what's that's, good. That's more of a ripoff on Teenage Deepest Bluest. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea, bro. Deep, Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea made a lot, made a lot of Thomas money. Thomas Jane, man. Dude. To the rescue. People forget how... People dude, for- people forget that the Punisher started somewhere before law enforcement in the military. <laughs> he worked at an aquatic vessel as a shark uh, trainer. Also looks like... Come on, really? <laughs> and played Mickey Mantle. Yes. Wow, yeah, yeah he, he played, does in that. He, he, he plays Mickey Mantle in a movie. There's a movie with him that play, he plays Mickey Mantle. Yeah. It was, was he in... in uh, 61. 61, yeah. 61 in... With, with the guy um, from Saving Barry Private Pepper. Ryan. Barry Pepper. Is that his name? Yeah. He, he looks... He was just Roger Maris. Hey, this is nothing really to do with that, but can we just talk about how good <laughs> the Bill and Ted movie was? Did you watch it? Yeah. How good is... Uh, I always heard his last time that he plays Han- um, NoHo Hank on Barry. He plays the robot. Oh my like, God, dude. Dude, he is... <laughs> did you... Wait, did you say it? I saw it. It's fucking. It was every everyone. Everyone's got to realize that this movie's twenty years too late. It is. I thought it was going to be awful because it's way too late. This movie was the best third film it could possibly be, dude. It's it was so perfect. funny. So funny. And, uh, my name is my name. My name is Dennis McCoy. I forgot his last name. I got to check. He's gonna. He's blowing up now because he plays. Uh, he's on Barry. But I'll get his last name for you. He is the best part of that fucking Grizz, you have to watch this, man. It's so good. There's so many funny parts, and I was cracking Dude. up the whole movie. It is so faithful to the other movies, it's ridiculous. It's there's a great cameo in it from like an older character that like I don't want to spoil. It, it's it's done if you're a Bill and Ted fan, you're doing yourself like an injustice not seeing this movie. Yeah, you think it's yeah be, for sure. You uh, have to watch it. I know uh Anthony from Fright Vision really dug it also. So you know, I think you gotta check it out. Go rent it. Or go if you want to laugh really hard, also, I, I was just doing this when you guys were, uh, you know, having your little Bill and Ted off there. Uh, Google shark movies, and the names that you will see is some of this shit is absolutely ridiculous. Sharktopus, <laughs> Avalanche of Sharks, which is like a snowy avalanche of sharks. I like this one, Sharkensaw Women's Prison Massacre. That's got to be fantastic! Wow, it's in, there's, dude, it, this, it goes on and on. It's just ridiculous. Dude, are you kidding me? Really? 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 How shark, bro? <laughs> How shark? Yeah. Come on. What about, isn't what like about shark? shark there's Shark Exorcist. Oh, Shark should, Exorcist should sounds pretty badass. That's all. S, that's all SRS stuff, I believe. Exorcist Shark. <laughs> Ron Bonk does do a lot of shark movies now. Dude, That's he likes that thing. shit. Yeah. He likes the monster movies. Good for him. Good for Anthony him. Anthony Kerrigan, that's the guy's name. 
the guy that plays yeah. the the robot. Yeah. yeah, if you watch, you gotta. If I'm not sure how many people, maybe some people in this podcast watch Barry. He just plays one of the best characters on that show that steals the show, and he just, oh, dude, I got I I just been watching clips of him in Bill and Ted. He's so funny. <laughs> What do you guys think about the sequels? Do you like any of them? Uh, I don't. I remember thinking two is like, I haven't rewatched it. I never think it was okay. I, I remember three. I just don't. I just remember Dennis Quaid. <laughs> like in my head, I just pictured Dennis Quaid like in like some kind of like layer, like in SeaWorld. Like that's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's basically the movie though. Yeah. I think two had the most promise. I mean, I don't think the rest of them are, are worth watching to be honest with you. But I yeah. think two could have been a good movie. I'm a fan of one, two, and three. You like three? Three, three used to always be on the USA Network. Yeah, they always used to play on, part three. Yeah, I think they still do it. Uh, part two is very similar to part one. You could probably cut those movies together, and you wouldn't even know the difference. Uh, part four. I got to say, it kind of sucks. It doesn't really feel like a Jaws movie. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where all the other ones do. I like 3 because it's almost like a siege film. Have you ever seen Jaws 3 in 3D? No, I never actually saw it in 3D. Yeah, have you, Grizz? No, definitely not. <laughs> no, like one, one time I was going to go see it, and I, uh, a giant shark, like, like a kind of holograph shark, came down and tried to bite me and I died. Alright, Marty. <laughs> Alright, Marty. Alright, Marty. So <laughs> And it just disappeared. So do you think that this is like the best killer animal film? Ooh. Like can you think of another killer animal film that's better than Jaws? That's better I than think it's Jaws? like I think it's like the thumbnail for it. Like if there's a cover, like best killer, it's like Jaws. You think is it like would the, be this? Like no, I'm just saying. Like I like opinionated. Everyone can have opinions, but I think this is like the like if you say like people compare all of them to this. Well, like you think like alligator is better than this? Like definitely, no. definitely not. I think See, this is the best. This is the best one. Has I to think be. this is the best of those types of film uh, of that yeah. genre. I can't yeah. think of anything else that like would like uh -huh. even. Maybe. Def, it's not. I mean, arachnophobia is not better than this. also about Cujo. Like, Cujo's a good movie. <laughs> it's not better than Jaws. But but think about this. Like the biggest story before this was like Moby Dick. But has there been like a Moby Dick film that has like broken the world? Like people like 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 this movie did. Like Charlton you know, Heston one sucks. Yeah. It, well, and then Patrick Stewart did one too. Really? Oh yes. I think I TV I movie think I TNT that. was pumping out those TV movies. They wanted to actually use a scene of Quint. In the movie theater, watching Moby Dick, laughing like fucking Robert De Niro in Cape Fear. <laughs> yeah, like him sitting hey, in the back and everybody hey, hey. and everybody fucking leaving the theater. Yeah. But they ended Smoking up with a cigar. Yeah, <laughs> but apparently, uh, what's his name from Moby Dick said that he didn't want anybody to like fucking see that movie ever again because yeah. he hated it. So he, would, he didn't allow it to happen. <laughs> My man. So you think Jaws is really better than Snakes on a Plane? You think that that's, yes. that's a true statement? Yes. It's better than Anaconda. It's better Anaconda. than Boa. I, I will say, you know, yeah. I will say Deep Blue Sea, like in the 90s, there, I remember that movie was like one of the few films, like, I don't, I'm not saying it's better than Jaws, but I remember being a kid and just everyone talking about that movie. Like, people love Deep Blue Sea. Hey, There's a giant like fan club on Facebook somewhere that loves that movie. Hey, is E.T. an animal? 
No, he's an alien. Alien, bro. E.T.'s fucking one of E.T.'s yeah, fantastic. Yeah, but like, dude. but like an alien can be an animal. Hmm. I don't think it can. I don't think it's the same. That's that's. I think it's sci-fi. Do you think he's closer Sorry. to being like a like a human? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Do you like Reese's Pieces? I actually have uh, Reese's Pieces, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup ice cream in the freezer. Oh, well, good. It's fucking well, sentient, bro. He's definitely more closer to being human than he yeah. is an animal. And we already talked about this. Is Grizz said it's his own category of film. That's E.T. is a sci-fi movie. Different for category. sure. Oh, Who yeah. would win e- in the e- fight? E.T. E. or Extro? E.T. You think so? Know, you think dude. The, you think you think the feud finger of the death? <laughs> <laughs> the old blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Uh, really? You think ET would beat Extra? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Extra would be in the other room dude. screaming, ripping off those little things. Hey, <laughs> you're killing him. Yeah, they're just gonna they're just gonna <laughs> shoot him with uh, UV light and a and a vacuum cleaner. Did any uh, did anyone ever see that? I forgot what anniversary ET it is where they replaced the prosthetic with a CGI ET. Looks terrible, right? Yeah, Looks got, like a Hallmark you, card commercial. You can't, you can't get like it. It's gone. Commercial? It's the they, the new one doesn't have it. Really? They, they took it out. They took it out because it was like, what, why would you do it? It already looked perfect. It looked good. It looks like all the Lucas hey, fucking Star hey, Wars yeah. releases of the nineties, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the Mac and Me Alien or fucking ET? Oh. Who's taking it? Oh, dude. Can I? What about what about a? Can we throw in a garbage pail kid? Oh yeah, totally. from, the, from the garbage pail kid movies or the purple people eater? <laughs> <laughs> okay, who would win in a fight? The coneheads would win. <laughs> oh, well, I Aykroyd think actually that they might. They would just eat him, man. Ackroyd would just swallow. Him. <laughs> and Chris Farley would just be there for some reason. <laughs> he he might swallow him too. Uh, I love Chris I watched. Has that? Have you guys ever seen Dirty Work? Like, oh, of course. Dude, that's one of my favorite oh, movies dude, of all time. I've never dude, seen this for- many dead hookers in my life. <laughs> I rewatched. I rewatched. I have. I rewatched Dirty Work before I went to bed the other night, and I'm like, "This is Chris Farley's last movie, and it's one of like." Is that really? It's his last movie, and it's like everybody did that movie because they were friends. With, they were friends with Norm Macdonald, so they did it. Yeah, and it's just so funny that like he was one of the biggest stars in the world at that time. And he did, and Adam Sandler was getting there too. And they both did that movie. And he was an A-list celebrity. And he just plays this throwaway character in this movie. Oh, dude, Adam Sandler fucking, too. His cameo um, in that is so good. Where he's like oh, the, he's devil, the devil when he's, he's having devil. the brownie acid trip thing. Yeah. It's so great. Oh my God. Yo, we should do Dirty Work. Yeah, we do. A, a Patreon. <laughs> I would love to do Dirty Work. <laughs> that movie's that movie's great. <laughs> So I mentioned this before. Is this really a horror film? It's now, like you guys said, it's a thriller. It's a thriller. It's an action movie. Suspenseful thriller. A suspenseful action adventure a film. Aquatic thriller action. Because what would really make this like a horror film? Oh, if it came out and stabbed somebody. Ghost face mask on the shirt. Mask God, yeah. Yes. Uh, oh my God! Can we make that a shirt? It's gotta what? be. Yeah. Ghost face, go, ghost, the ghost face, face shark. mask on the on the shark. <laughs> Stab at somebody in a boat. Yeah. If, if 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 it would be a horror movie if this if the shark wore a ghost face mask and killed Drew Barrymore in the first. Film. I'm gonna it's, send that to the art department. We'll see what we can uh, get. Get on it. Uh, but I would say that this is more of like an action. I don't know. Um, Action adventure film, like a twenty thousand leagues under the sea drama. I, I mean, it's got yeah, because Moby, Moby Dick is not a horror film. This is almost like a Moby Dick type. The reason deal. Why I call this like a horror, more so a horror film. There's, there's movies like this 
But the difference is the way they're shot and the way they're edited and the score is more geared towards action and like, yeah, there's suspense, but once it happens, this has like a pacing of a horror movie. It's got like the, like, like just like the after effects of a horror movie. Like the, the gore is more like a horror movie. I feel like it's the soundtrack more paced, too. Like, yeah. It's more, it's, that's why I think this is super unique, a unique film because it's, there's no like killer, but like it's an animal, but it's done so like it's done like a horror movie. It's yeah. very the pacing of everything. I just think I think it's definitely I think this is closer to a horror movie than an action. I think it's a lot. A lot has to do with the subject matter. Yeah, with the fact that it is like you know sharks yeah. fucking destroy you when yeah. they kill you. Like you get fucked up. And people are afraid of things they don't know and you can't see yeah. when you're in the water, right? Especially up here. You can't see shit. I would throw waters. the mayor in the water at this point. You <sighs> go fucking in there. You do it. I mean, what it's but, really missing is fucking Rob Zombie to come in here and remake this motherfucker, throw some overalls on this Jaws. Oh, yeah. And dude. really <laughs> have the Jaws coming yeah. out and be like, hey, you motherfuckers. And, you know, really yeah. take them to yeah. town. It's going to take place in the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> Right, they're all yeah, gonna wear access. luchador masks. Yeah, we need Rob yeah, Zombie yeah. to do this movie before. I'm, hey, I'm doing a Jaws remake. Before we get to the actual remake, I'm gonna do an hour and a half of the birth of Jaws and why he's Jaws. <laughs> the best he was bullied in high school by the kid from Spy Kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Anthony. Yes. No more Rob Zombie today, please. I can't take any more. Yeah, uh, <laughs> where'd you guys first see this movie what's like your Ooh. first introduction can you even remember because i cousin feel like carmine's house when i was a kid <laughs> really yeah, yeah. Car- yeah we, we, he had he had uh he had a bunch he had the video game he had all the vhs's wow watched there did, did it and, fuck you up as a kid uh yeah <laughs> i wouldn't really say fucked up i would say like it was just like we were like oh we're watching jaws like you know it was like I, we talked about it a couple weeks ago yeah. How it's like you know watch R-rated movies when I was a kid. So my my it's PG thirteen baby. Yeah. So my sensor my sensor to like you know you're to, desensitized yeah. to yeah that's true. you yeah. know the fuck it was shit. great though I remember like and he also had the game so we played the game and then we watched Jaws three and I'm like it's not as good no <laughs> not a, not a fan all right Grizz what about you I mean I couldn't even really pinpoint the first time I've seen this I've been watching this movie for so fucking long that mm-hmm. I it's just kind of part of the history of movie watching for me and that I, I I really can't even remember the first time or like you know who showed it to me it's just been it's always been there this movie is probably one of the films that I've been watching the longest like the yeah. most consistent uh, in my life my grandfather showed me this movie as a kid and I used to watch it all the time and I have that childhood copy yeah this is this isn't it because this one plays like absolute well, dog shit. Yeah. Uh, you see it keep going in yeah, and out. Well, yeah. you don't see anything on <laughs> your shit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I remember watching this all the time as a kid. Yeah. And even still, like I'll put this on once in a while. Once you a year your, at least. Yeah, you get your jaws fixed, right? Well, yeah. I, just, I, I just had my jaw. Before I, I didn't rewatch this movie this week because I literally watched it like two weeks ago. Hey, man. It's a good movie. One of the best movie. films of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I think I watched it the so, same week I watched Sleepaway Camp 2. The same week. Really? I think I just put it on. It's a good Dude, combo. There you go. See? Destiny. So why do you think this is one of the best films of all time? Why do you think they say that? Why does this stand out? Even like against other films. 
I, I think because it did it, even though it's like a mainstream film, it did something that really it was like true to like like the horror movies of like kind of the past too. I feel like there's like a lot of it did something new with 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 the genre. I think it's I, I don't know. It's it's weird. I think it's like of, of its own. It birthed kind of this genre. I think. Yeah. Of that time frame. Well, like, there you know. wasn't anything like this really before, yeah. right? Like, and also with the whole like killer shark shit, like, yeah. it was super graphic for that time, yeah. right? Because remember, this is still the mid 70s. The, yeah. the general population hasn't been desensitized yet to is this, blood is this, and gore. Is this Spielberg's yeah. like violent, most violent movie? No, it's Guy. Well, he's he did Guy. Duel. Oh, oh same Private Ryan. Was that Steven Spielberg? That was Spielberg. It's really? I think that was Spielberg. I don't fucking know, dude. I'm pretty sure that's Spielberg. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. I, I couldn't. I, I'm terrible with that. Oh, Poltergeist, he did. Oh yeah, he did, he did do Poltergeist. This is my wink. That that face melt scene is fucking fantastic. Uh, it ain't it ain't Toby Hooper. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> so what about uh? What, what do you guys? What do you guys think? What are what are some of your favorite scenes from this movie? What are some things that you think people would find interesting? Well, I mean, my one of my favorite scenes is with those the two idiot fishing guys that like think that they're gonna go out and they're gonna get jaws on their own with a fucking oh with yeah. a, a big roast beef that his wife's been saving and shit. Yeah, yeah. Off the dock, right? They yeah, put it on, I, like a I meat love hook. it because you know the dock ends up getting torn apart mm. and the guy's fucking dragged out by jaws and you know, swim faster, Larry. Swim faster. <laughs> yeah, I think that's such an underrated scene, and it's like you know, in that middle part, I guess, of like the whole lull that people kind of say is a little bit boring. But I think those are the type of scenes that keep the movie, the pace, you know, up and alive throughout the whole thing. Of um, course, a couple other you know great scenes. Uh, you know, Quint doing the shots, being like, you know, here's to swimming with bow-legged women. That's like yeah, that's in my head mantra. forever. So Yeah. yeah mantra. <laughs> I, I loved, I, I really like when they put the, um, I guess the jot, like the, the basically the, 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 the buoy things on them. Yeah. The barrels. The, the barrels. And they finally get them hooked. And I just love that. Not like the ending, but just like the realism of like, do you remember when they were trying to tie it and yeah. Dreyfus gets caught in? It's just like, Suspense, it's feel i like I, I i forgot what movie i saw the other day what did i watch where i was like oh okay i watched rain man the other day and there's like a lot of scenes and i know it's a big but hear, hear me out first the reason why i'm connecting <laughs> there's a that movie was very good at causing a lot of tension there's a lot of tension in that movie with just like with um with dustin hoffman just talking and like he's like trying to do tom cruise is trying to do stuff he's like can you just shut the fuck up and the music gets in that scene there's so much going on that you feel like this like you feel like you're kind of there. You feel like this tension. You're like, oh, yeah. on top. And now, oh my God, he's he going to get cut in half and he gets done. Like, <laughs> it's just, I feel there's like so, that's the birth of this movie does something so good. What just a twist that would have been, huh? Dreyfus getting sawed in half right? by the rope right, right. there. <laughs> Think about it. But you, that scene, it's like, that's very realistic. They tell you all the time when you're on boats, be fucking careful. Don't lose a finger. If you like, don't touch that. There's like, that's a real thing. And like, that was just like, he could have been cut in half. Yeah. And then like the things start to peel up and you're like, it's like when the Titanic starts to sink. It's a couple hours till it falls in. You know, you're you're like you're watching the you're waiting for the impending you're, doom. You're watching the 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 final act start to happen. I think that's one of the one of the best sequences of the film. Yeah, it's that whole 
He Slow really build. wants to do Titanic now. He's pushing for it. <laughs> oh, I don't want to do Titanic. Dude, I like I'm in fine. that scene that... Uh, <laughs> I just wish I was on set to hear Billy Zane talk about the Phantom. Is that weird? I'm sorry. Dude, I just... I like in that scene you were just talking about when Quint goes to get, like, the machete. Yeah. But the, but the cleats break before he can even, like, use yeah. it. They just fucking break off the boat. And is, he just looks like fuck. Isn't there, like, a part in it where he's just sitting in his office for a second and he's just like, well... Shit, like, uh, <laughs> like, like uh, and there's one scene of the boat. Like, I found myself rewatching the the, uh, the other week, and I'm like, in the when the boats start to go down, like, when those books fall, like, there's like, there's like Hell a book no, they're glued. <laughs> yeah, those are boat I like books, when baby. they're all sitting. Uh, they're all sitting in the cabin. They're like singing. Ah, uh, well, we used to use that. Yeah, we, band, Anthony yeah. and I used to actually use that with our old band. Yeah, when they're when they're singing the song together, and I want to go home and. Jaws hits and rams the boat. Love that. And that's like really the beginning of the end there, right? Yeah. That's kind of when they become like a, they finally like accept each other as like friends, they right? Bonded. Yeah. And, More stories. And that's exact. And that's when the fucking shit goes down, right? But they're <laughs> never on the same, but they're really never on the same page. That was like one of the biggest faults of their thing. Like they're like fighting with like, like they're fighting. There's like one. Like we talked about earlier, where they're like, "Why are we going out? We got. We should be dragging him. We should be bringing the him to shore. Yeah, you know, we should. And Why it's are we like, going out? Like, further? there's only three of you. Fucking figure it out. Yeah. Like fucking like you know you the they're from. I guess they're from well, three different worlds. Well, yeah, it's like that well, battle Quint, of the old school and the fucking scientists. You know who's who's yeah. got the right idea. Well, Quint really oh, turns into fucking Captain Ahab yeah, at does. the end. Now here's something. You know when he's. You know when they're trying to drag him. That you were yeah, just saying yeah. and the boat starts breaking down yeah is he doing that on purpose so they get stranded and they have to face him now they have to fight the shark they can't run anymore the, part of me is like did you ever think about that during that that's scene a good call it's that's a, why he's no, like do. he's like laughing as he's doing it like yeah, i do too i think that too because it's like to me i don't i, I don't i don't call myself a like a being a sailor but i think Oh, let's strap him to this old rickety boat. That seems like a terrible idea. Like, well, he knows what he's like a no bullshit guy. This yeah. guy, you know, the character Quint knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's when it comes down to it, he's a professional. Yeah. See, right? I almost like, think he, of it. It's like, uh, it's, it's like Quint is like a rite of passage for him. He like, it's like an old sailor thing. He's like, this is my fucking destiny to face this giant beast in and the die. ocean. Fuck yeah. my boat. It's showdown time. Kind of a thing. This is what I was That's, meant to do. I never thought about it like that until this most recent watch. That's a great because you call. see him, because you see him fucking like nailing it. You see yeah. the RPMs all the way up, and like somebody like him would know that that's terrible for the boat. Yeah, and I think they even say earlier in the fucking movie like lay off. Yeah, right. Like he's going too fast or something. He like Quint says it. I think to Hooper or something. Yeah. Um. I think he. I think he subtly knows by being enrolled on this trip that this is like it for him like i think he i think he doesn't i think in his subconscious that he is just fucking knowing okay well i'm going to die like i that's what i think and it's, it's him I, or the shark i think i think he thinks yeah. it's like the ahab thing i think it really is i think that like i don't think he thinks they're all gonna die i think he knows what has to be done and most likely that he's going to die yeah and that's that scene where he's just fucking sitting there going, well, shit, that, that's what it is. <laughs> uh, when you, I, I read this on, I don't normally just like recite shit off of IMDb and I'm yeah. not going to even go look it up again right now. But 
I was reading that when Hooper shows him the uh, like the shark cage and he starts saying like, oh, you're going to go in the water and like you're going to that thing's going to get torn fucking apart. Yeah. And he starts singing the ladies of Spain song to him. Yeah. Like the whole thing, like and he ends on the part where he's like, I'll never see you again. And when's the last time he sees Hooper when he's going into the shark cage? Yep. That's the last time they see each other alive. Like, it's like, oh, shit. And then he also says something to the effect of, like, how the shark kills you. And it's exactly yeah. what happens to him later yeah. in the movie. And I think, what was it? The the two biggest, uh, what is it? Like, it's it's not a big thing for us. But, like, people that say they're, like, big movie trivia things is that the two best lines of the movie were improv which was... Uh, Smile, you son of a bitch, and uh, uh, we're going to need a bigger boat. Those are both improv? Both improv. Wow. Because guess why? Because the script wasn't written yet. Because <laughs> they fucking had to watch this fucking movie. Yeah, <laughs> in the book? Nope. Shark doesn't blow up. You know, Probably. I'm Quint basically fucking harpoons the shark to death, and they both die. Yeah. But Brody, uh, Brody doesn't doesn't shoot the dark uh the tank and it explodes that doesn't happen sorry that's, guys that's dramatic yeah yeah and hooper ain't fucking his wife either so <laughs> well uh <laughs> there's so what many good scenes thing. yeah why you add that i'm uh, so glad that wasn't in the movie now, do you think this could be remade hell no please don't. hell no yeah this this was a product of its time i feel like if you know everything about it you know the 70s where yeah. they shot it the type of equipment that they had the boats that yeah. they had all practical effects yeah all I, it, practical it's a hundred percent fucking awesome it yeah. makes it feel realistic the characters feel yeah. realistic if you did this now it just wouldn't feel the same it would Look have the to be mag. set in the 70s yeah. still you couldn't do this yeah. in two, in 2020 the is just to, too far advanced yeah, it's too easy to fucking. There's but, too many plot holes. But think point. about it too. This movie doesn't have like, like even back then. I'm not saying like the effects were great, but like, like think about Star Wars that came out shortly after. There's like a lot of like you know, like a lot of uh, what is it like miniatures and like after effects type things. You know, like flashes of light, like like old school computer technique. Like you know what yeah. they could do. This movie is all in camera practical effects yeah what's and what's being fantastic. captured is what's is, is in front yeah. of the camera you could see the mechanics there's a scene when the, like and especially on the blu-ray when he the first time he tries to attack this boat you could you they didn't fucking try to hide it you see like all the gears oh yeah. see all the gears <laughs> through the fucking it, it, but it's great you can't it if it get if it was done now it needs to be done i agree in the 70s but you need like a director to do something drastically different. It can't be a, a, a carbon footprint. It'd be the same year, and you get like a more darker take on. It. I would love a darker with, take. Yeah, my problem would Aronofsky be Aronofsky does. You can't you can't replace the cast. That's yeah, the true. problem. That the cast is the big reason why this is so good. Yeah. They all like they work together perfectly in this, yeah. and they all you know they literally look how you would picture yeah. their character being. You know what I mean? Like they all just—it's a hundred percent perfect. I feel like with a remake, like what the fuck are you? Well, gonna do? well, I was saying before, if Aronofsky did this, they would end with the the, the shark killing itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the shark grabs the harpoon. No, oh, the well. shark's gonna go fucking ram into like a steel fucking beam <laughs> yeah, somewhere, exactly. and that's it. Uh, there's so many good scenes though in this movie. Um, 
One that we didn't mention is when Ben Gardner's boat is found. We mentioned that, but yeah. we didn't mention oh, when he so goes good. when he goes with like the head is just like floating like yeah. by the porthole, yeah. right? And it like scares the shit out yeah, of that's him. Really classic kind of thing. He, you also see the guy's leg hit the the sea floor. It's great when he gets attacked in the pond. That's well, another like crazy fucking thing. And he gets eaten by the shark, man. Oh, but, when fucking Quink gets eaten yeah. by the shark brutal that apparently was there was a more bloody version of that and see, they yeah. couldn't put it in the movie imagine oh oof i love yeah, that was done really well this movie yeah. <laughs> dude a horror of jaws would be the best thing ever hell yeah. i wonder if the, i wonder if the oh, footage there. There's, they're there i don't think there was enough footage shot for that though mm. i think they planned to do like the least amount as possible like when uh what the the Kittner boy gets killed, like they just pulled him into the yeah. water. They didn't film him yeah. like getting chewed See, up. That's anything. like when we talk about like what is this a horror movie? Is this not a horror movie? They didn't cross that line of like gore enough for me, I guess, to could say, yeah, this is a horror movie in that sense. Whereas if it was a hard R with like, you know, when someone dies in the water or, you know, limbs pop up, tons of blood and stuff like that, I think then yeah, this would definitely be uh yeah. a much different film. I now, agree. Well, I'm trying to remember when he gets dragged in. Is that the kill where like he kind of like it looks like he's like floating above water for a second? Like when, when who gets I, when the kid gets killed? He's on like the yellow raft. There's a and, one, like the geyser of blood gets like fucking. Yeah, that was. I find that to be one of the most terrifying moments of the movie because it looks super real. Yeah, and like it just looks like it kind of looks like there's like a like what like those like. Do you remember? Do you know those like water jetpacks yeah it kind of looks like he's got it strapped to his legs but it looks terrifying the blood just coming up like that looks super like real like that yeah that's what i would think that like if you see that like on the oh dude someone's getting fucking eaten and there's like that moment where the crowd's still like laughing and you see him like like yeah like doing the wave at a sports game (laughs) (laughs) this is another scene this is the uh i think you're gonna need a i think we're gonna need a bigger boat whatever the fuck it is yeah Look at this. Why don't you chum some of this shit? <laughs> His facial reaction here is perfect. That is one of the best scenes of the movie. Imagine seeing pop. that in real life. Jesus Christ. I'd shit my pants. You're going to need a bigger boat. Something we always say here. We always go around. Anthony, what would have made this movie better? An R rating? <laughs> that could be your thing. That's uh, okay. No, um, I think it's very... Uh, <laughs> Uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe better production days. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little less. Fuck actually, that. actually, I think, actually, I think the stress really shows on everyone's face, so it makes it very realistic. I think this movie is basically perfect for what it is. I think I would like to see an R rating, just to see, not just for gore. There's probably things like that you want. I don't know. Anthony wants nudity in the movie. No, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Come on, Alan well. Brody. <laughs> True. Well, I, I, once again, everybody, Richard Drivers is twenty eight in this movie, Jesus. and he's got he's he looks he looks like he looks like he could be our father. <laughs> Grizz, what about you, man? What's something that you would change in this? Oh man, this is a hard one to to put an answer to yeah, that because like, as much as I say I'd love to see a, a much gorier version and everything of that, this movie is perfect for the fact that it limits itself in that and still delivers in this like really suspenseful you know heart pounding kind of movie that you're watching 
Um, I, man, I, I, I can't even say I'd want anybody in the cast to be different because like we talked about, yeah. it's just so spot on. I, I really, for the first time, will say that I don't want anything in a movie to be different. This movie is 100% perfect. Damn. How is this movie PG-13 and Blue, Blues Brothers is R? I don't know, man. Uh, Taurus Trap is PG-13. Eh, we, well, we talked about why it was PG-13. True. We had a whole you just talk about. <laughs> I would I would say the only thing I would like is more gore in this. Like, more visceral fucking shark scenes. Just because I love that shit. It would add to the terror, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know Make what I Make this a hard R. What? Just every, every time Richard Robocop. Drivers, Robocop. Every time Richard Drivers goes back into the thing, he just... just snorts a bunch of coke yeah. Yeah. Ooh, we're going down yeah. <laughs> this is just fucking I want, I want him to be more crazy that's what I want so why Amp don't you up. guys give me your ratings for this movie oh wait no actually before we time do that uh, yeah time out I want to just say that we are dedicating our new rating system to a friend of the show but first let me hit that music baby <laughs> Cinematic Hell Appreciation Scale of Excellence. We now will be using the Cinematic Hell Appreciation Scale of Excellence to rate our films because apparently somebody thought that I was full of shit. <laughs> so now we're going to embarrass your Not ass. everything uh, could be five <laughs> out of five, Mike. Guess what? I'm gonna give my rating first for this. I give this a five out of fucking five. All right, this movie is sick. All right, please. I if you if you disagree with me, you're fucking stupid. Anthony, four point eight one. <laughs> I'm staring at him right now. You, you, it's, it's ice skating rules. You, you, if you do a five, you can't go over. Is this five. better than Godfather Two? This. Oh, I can't do different movies. <laughs> it's better than Godfather Three by so much. It's <laughs> Chris, this I will say this is better than but hour three of Godfather Part Two <laughs> on the cinematic hell appreciation scale of excellence or the Chase scale. We will give this movie a five out of five. Okay, okay. I, I I I can't give fives because it's I, I it's the it's the rule it's you it's four point eight not four point eight. Can you think of a one. movie that you would give a five out of five? Starman. No kidding. Game over. Oh, five out of five. I don't know. Like the first Star Wars or Empire Strikes Back. It's you. You got five has to be like a movie that like is the. Is like Nolan Batman. No, you got to think about like five. You got to give scores. If you hit five, you can't go over. So dirty work. So if something's right? better five than a five, five, you're fucked. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but the whole thing is that multiple things can be five. Absolutely. But, but now that I, I have to, I have to stick to the scale. Like so what? I, but then what would be a five? I don't know. Then <laughs> he's it, never seen he, a five. <laughs> yeah, but we also have scales on this podcast that are like to movies that are like you know to like different genres dude uh no definitely not i weigh mine all the same <laughs> okay it's, it's, and it's, that's why the score is all the, always the same it's it's you gave you gave a one to jack frost i think that's fair i think jack frost got like a one did i give jack frost a you one gave jack yeah, frost zero i think me and you had the same score for jack frost i gave april fool's day a terrible yeah, score that was one. when i gave a one i think big you gave I don't know. yeah uh yeah so we will be using 
the chase scale from now on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fuck you. I will do what I want. I will rate what I want. My 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 rating is out of my like how much I enjoyed the film. It was great. Be it a fucking five hundred million dollar big budget blockbuster or a five hundred dollar shot on video piece of shit from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I rate them all the same. Right. That's that's, only that's what I'm trying to do here. Yeah, this scene's so weird with no 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 with no, no with no dialogue. It just looks like he's rubbing <laughs> he's, his head. Yeah, he's, he's all he's all coked up. Richard so Travis. why don't we? Uh, he, well, I'll do the back of the box. Uh, check out Travis's undershirt, by the way. In this scene, I have that shirt. The undershirt, though. <laughs> it's just his chest. Hair. Let me let me do. Yeah, the hamburger meat. I have that <laughs> shirt too. So let me read the back of the box here because I I'm hoping that it's good on this. Jaws is one of the greatest box office attractions in the history of motion pictures. Director Steven Spielberg has brought Peter Benchley's best-selling novel to the screen with stunning power and unbearable suspense. Roy Scheider as Amity's police chief Brody. Richard Dreyfus as a young ichthyologist. And Robert Shaw's Quint, the colorful shark fisherman with a touch of the manic are perfectly cast as three men who become allied in a life-and-death hunt to destroy a killer embodying nearly three tons of instant white death. Screenplay by Peter Benchley and Carl Gottlieb. There you go. And yes, I've been saying Roy Scheider's name wrong this whole time. Go fuck yourself. I'm owning up to it now. I really don't care. I'm not going to fucking... Maybe I will go back and just edit it all oh, out. Shit. Just you drop in shiters everywhere. <laughs> just drop them all Shider. out. Just drop them all out. See ya. Yeah. So this movie's pretty fucking awesome. So let's hit the video drop box and see what we're doing next week. Okay, so next week we have a very interesting movie that we're going to watch. Something that was filmed in the early 90s but wasn't released until the mid-90s on one of our favorite distribution uh, labels, right? Dead Alive? That's right. Is this a Dead Alive or is this a Burning Moon? This This is is a a Dead Dead Alive. Alive. Probably one of the... Yeah, one of the more rare Dead Alive tapes. We will be doing the... 1991 slash 1996 extremely weird movie <laughs> Soul of the Demon. Oh, I'm excited for this one. This is gonna I'm rock. fucking pumped. Yeah, dude. I'm, yeah, Anthony's doing blast beats right now. <laughs> That's appropriate. You got like the spiritual healing guy in this. No, actually, he looks more like the guy from the Anthrax cover. Yeah, I was gonna say that. That's probably more accurate. <laughs> uh, let me hit the trailer if I can find one, and we'll get we'll get a little bit more into this.
Okay, so apparently there is no trailer, so I will have played you something else. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Soul of the Demon. I'm excited to do this. We both really like this movie. Uh, very, very cool tapes to own. Right, Grizz? Hell yeah, dude. Uh, it's a good Halloween movie, so it's going to set us up for the, the season, if you would, coming hell into yeah. uh, September here. Hell yeah. Did you just notice that uh, in this... On that in that scene in Jaws, there was like a shooting star that was like rotoscoped in. The fuck? Uh, <laughs> Easter egg for you, Mike. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, Anthony, what did you get? What did you watch this week? I had a bit, a lot of big editing week, so I didn't get to watch too much. But I did watch Bill and Ted face the music. Awesome. So that was good. Um, mostly a work week, Anthony. Mostly a work week, and I watched. Yeah. Bill and Ted and Rain Man. That's really. Uh, I didn't really get anything. I play, I did a bunch of pre-orders for um, some some movies that are coming out in the fall, but that's really it. Nothing. I didn't receive anything yet. Yeah, slow week. Pre, that's okay. re, um, I pre-ordered the Elephant Man. There you go. DVD. Mr. Joseph Merrick. And then I pre-ordered. Uh, I think I pre-ordered. Oh yeah, I pre-ordered. Uh, that 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 movie, The Irishman, that came out on Netflix, yeah. I was I was like, ah, oh, it was okay. And then um, I forgot which I forgot it was Criterion or someone else got the rights to do the the, the um, physical release and the artwork and the art book that comes cool. with it looks fucking awesome. So Sick. I was like, shit. I was like, shit. Okay. Sick. But uh, yeah, no, that's really. Uh, I pre-ordered a couple other things too. That was really. It. Chris, what about you? I spent most of last week in the fucking hospital, so I wasn't it's true. I wasn't able to watch much of except for I did. I watched a lot of like nineteen ninety through nineteen ninety four WWF on my phone on the network app. Go. So that's what occupied most of my hospital time. Was yeah, pancreatitis, baby, killing old them. Memories, yeah. I Jesus, the years of hard partying throughout my twenties. I guess are, uh, I'm paying for it. I gotta slow down. Yeah, all liquid diet now. I'm gonna drop some pounds, baby. I'm gonna be looking yeah, like uh, hell yeah, sleek, Sleek. sexy meat over here soon. Sleek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't really get much in the mail either. I did watch uh, Bill and Ted this week. I watched Cruel Jaws in preparation of this, but yeah, so cool. you know that movie. You know I own it, but it's just it's in Italian. So what can you do? I don't know it that well. Uh, other than that, I feel like I watched a few other movies. Oh, man. Oh, A House of the Dead. You ever see that, Anthony? The House which of one? the Dead movie? Which, which, which one? What, what happened? Where, like, they go to the island and, like, it's supposed to be, like, this fucking party or whatever. And Is it, like, not... It's Is it not super old? It's, like, 2000s, I guess. Yeah, I think I've, it sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, it's based... It's fucking... I don't know. I like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Anthony, where could they find you on the internet? I'm just seeing something real quick. That murder by the book Columbo episode that Spielberg did when he was when he was super young is on YouTube for free. Oh, and while we're going back to that stuff, Nick Castle, Nick Castle, Nick, Nick Castle, <laughs> uh, Nick Castle. Uh, you may know him as Michael Myers. Yeah. Oh, was in the, he was he, he was played in... Richard Dreyfuss's stunt double in the uh, Shark Cage. There you go. So there you go. We're getting it all in. See, all better late nuggets. than never. Yeah, all, all the, nougats. the crispy nougats. Uh, Anthony, I don't even think they're cri- dude. They're <laughs> it's a joke. I'm saying, I'm saying nougats. Like they're fucking I mean chewy, nuggets. dude. God damn it, <laughs> Anthony. Where could they all find the crispy you nougats. on the internet? Uh, you can find me in an old uh, Babe Ruth commercial, the candy bar. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Oh, no, three biscuits. Whatever it is. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Apicini. Chris? You can find me Where on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. You can find him at the hospital uh, <laughs> under, <laughs> <laughs> under sedated. <laughs> <laughs> Under Dilaudid. That's right. Uh, And you can find me at Bad Taste Video on Instagram. You can find everything we do at (laughs) www.badtastevideo.com. That was good, right, Anthony? And uh, yeah, hell yeah. Please, wherever you're listening to us, rate us five stars. Leave us a good review. Listen to all our friends. Please, please listen to everybody. Let's let's keep this community going, right? Keep it alive, right? Yeah, right? I agree. I agree. Right? <laughs> no, it's late here. We record on Sunday nights. <laughs> Anthony didn't pooped. react at all. An- Anthony's pooped from watching the VMAs. He, I did pumped. not. I walked in when they were watching He's so him. excited. Uh, we will see you next week with Soul of the Demon. <laughs>